0: The path to becoming film director isn't always straight. After his graduation in business management, Alessandro first worked at an advertising company and then as an account manager at the Juventus Football Club. Something was missing in his life, though, and he decided to follow his passion and started knocking at doors. Let's go straight to the heart of the question I have here Alessandro with me. Thanks so much for being part of the podcast. I would like to ask you what is your job today?
1: Hi, thank you for having me. My job today is uh, director of TV shows and commercial films, and uh, sometimes also of uh, short films and uh, feature films.
0: Now, I think that many who are listening today would like to be in your shoes. Uh, What took you to get to your shoes today?
1: Well, actually, I have... um, peculiar background since I graduated in management for arts, culture and entertainment in uh, Milan, Bocconi University, but I had this passion uh, about filmmaking which I began doing when I was 12 and after graduated and after five years of working as a commercial account for advertising sales company and uh, an Italian football team I decided to, to change everything to change my life and let's say follow the heart and I had a chance to work for a small production company as a filmmaker opening my tax number since then it's four years I'm working as a director for that company I grew in these years and now I I work as a director which was which was something I really dreamt of
0: so you studied At the university that gave you a degree, Um, did you start working in that specific field before you became a director and what was it?
1: Yeah I graduated as a manager basically and uh, I started working in an advertising sales company and I was accountable for brand partnerships and brand solutions so I started working coherently with my academic career Then I moved to Turin and I worked for an an Italian football company, Juventus Football Club. I was accountable for some partners of the team. So after five years of working as a commercial account, I decided that something was wrong. Basically, I wasn't happy of doing what I was about to do every day, waking up in the morning. I didn't feel so well, let's say, so uh, I started looking for another job. closer to what I like the most, which is movie production and movie making. After six months of job research, I had the chance to start working for a small production company but they asked me to give up my long-term contract instead of a tax number. So I became a freelance filmmaker and I start over. I changed my life, I, ch- I changed city again and uh, so far I'm very happy of that decision.
0: For those who don't know, uh, when you are uh, independent, you open a VAT number, tax number, and so you're independent, hence also there's more risks. And when you have, a, a, let's say, a fixed job, like we say in Italy, that's, of course, you're an employee and it's a, a more secure life that you have. So they asked you basically to give up your secure life to become an independent, but then to go and, and, and follow your dream uh, as a director, right, and between the five or more years that you were working following your studies, did you continue shooting films or, or being involved in filmmaking?
1: absolutely yes that 's the fact. I continued working on my passion as a filmmaker. I, when I had free time, for instance, in the weekends, I used to shoot films short films with my friends, and uh, that 's what helped me. In, being able to do what I do now, basically. I am totally self-taught on this. I didn't attend any school or um, academy and nurturing my passion is what, I, what helped me on being able to do what I do now without any academic background on it. So in the five years of my first jobs, I kept on doing what I liked the most in the few spare time I had. And uh, thanks to that, I can do what I do now.
0: <laughs> that's great because it's it's not easy, especially in, in the field of filmmaking. It's so anybody's guess, really, because there's need of talent, good luck and uh, being at the right time at the right place. So that's, yeah, congratulations to you. Are you able today to live from your art and from your directing?
1: Yeah, thankfully, today I am able to live with my job, which is filmmaking and uh i think that this is my greatest success so far because i was scared about before taking this decision was will i be able to to live with it will i be able not to ask my parents any help and uh since i'm i'm doing it i'm doing it by myself i think that this is my greatest success
0: that's great so, you said that you started to look for jobs and look for companies. Um, was it hard to get the first door open?
1: Yeah, it was. I had some doors shut on my face the first times i I asked for these kind of jobs because I hadn't any background that could be interesting for the for them. but you know, as they say, it helps you. It helps you anyway uh, failure makes you stronger for the next one. So uh, it wasn't easy, but one person trusted me and uh, thank him. Now I'm here.
0: Looking back at your academic background, do you find that uh, what you studied is helpful today for what you're doing?
1: Yeah, in a certain way, I think that what I studied, it is helping me anyway today because I learned a method. I learned how to deal with people. I learned how to speak to people. And I think that these are skills that I'm using today, uh, day by day. For instance, di- director as a role is not an only artistic role. It's a person that should be able to deal with a lot of people at the same time, being patient, having a problem-solving attitude. I think that these are soft skills I had the chance to learn at the university. So yeah, I think that the, the, the path I, I had somehow is helping me a lot today anyway. Of course, there are hard skills that you can learn in the field, you know, making movies help you learning how to make movies. So those skills are something that I couldn't learn at, at my university since I studied something totally different. Yeah, I think that my academic path helped me a lot on what I'm doing today, since there are a lot of soft skills that I'm using every day. For instance, being on a set means talking to a lot of people, I learned how to deal with them, how to being a problem solver. And uh, these are all skills that are helpful on my actual job. So yes, my academic background really did help me and uh, I'm happy of having done it.
0: Talking about skills, because of course there are hard skills, like you say, and and soft skills. What do you think are the most... uh precious skills that you need to have as a director now that you've been a director for a few years?
1: I think that being a problem solver is the most important skill you should have. Also being able to talk to different people at the same time, usually with people with different needs. So you should be able to deal with different things coming to you from different parts of the room. Mm -hmm. and uh, being able to 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 solve them in a very very narrow time window
0: so for people who don't know what a director does could you tell me like a typical day let's say Massimo our common friend calls you and says hey Alessandro I got a, a job for you here's the script what do you do what's the next steps you do
1: So the director is accountable for all the departments on a set, which means being accountable for the set design, the audio department, the sounds, the lights and grips, the casting, and also for the post-production part, which means the editing, the the, the color grading, the music, the soundtrack, and so on and so forth. And which means uh, having the last word on each part of, of the construction of the movie. The movie can be a short movie, can be a commercial, can be a... TV show, it doesn't matter, but there are a lot of people that will ask you an answer to their question. You must give them the answer straight away.
0: So, in your case, uh, how do you visualize? So, you have the script in front of you, and and you need to transform this into moving images. What is the next step you take? Do you make sketches? Do you call actors to, to start making some scenes? Do you uh, start doing this, the set design with other people? How, what is your first uh, intuition, let's say?
1: Well, first of all, I think that uh, what I do is to visualize all the scenes in my mind, to start making a sequence of images, to tell the story with moving images, as you said. So first, after making this vision, I try to draw the, the the scenes in a storyboard, which they call storyboard. After that, I start organizing the production with the producer, which means what we need to do that. We need a location which is an apartment, let's say, for instance, and we need three actors and we start the casting. After having made the storyboard, I start looking for the director of photography, the set design and the casting, of course. And these steps all collaborate for the final results. So yeah, mm-hmm. first the vision, then the practical things.
0: And then come all the problem solving parts. So uh, the actor being sick and the uh, set not being what you lo- looking, were looking for and so forth. So. What is next for you? Like, what would you like to do next? Now you're doing a lot of commercials, I understand. What would be a a next step for you? Would you like to continue in this or would you like to do um, feature-length films, uh, documentaries?
1: I like making feature films the most, so I hope to start making more and more of them.
0: Is there a myth around um, the job of a director that you can mention?
1: Well, there are a lot of myths, around my, my job and my field, and they say that networking is the key for success, for instance. I would say yes, it is true, but it, it also depends on what success means. And as I said, for me it's a success is something very personal, like being happy doing what I do every day, so in that case I obtained it. But if success means having big money or uh, having a, a feature films on the screen, then I failed, but, uh, uh, however, networking is something very useful for for the job, so pay attention to that and uh, be yourself
0: if somebody is listening to you and they could ask you you know what would you do differently is there something you've learned now you're still young so you have you'll have a lot of years experience ahead of you but if you could go back in time and start all over again what would you do differently
1: i know it sounds weird but so far i won't do anything different but let's have the same conversation in 10 years and uh, (laughs) maybe i can change my mind
0: (laughs) Is there anything that you thought would work one way and then it worked actually a different way meaning uh, something unexpected that you didn't think would happen when when you're doing filmmaking you know along your your career path that you want to share?
1: Once we were on a beach shooting a TV show and I chose one location in the beach but after choosing it the perfect storm came and we need to change the location straight away and the new location which which was an emergency location indoor beside the the previous one which was outdoor it ended up being much better than the one I chose before Mm -hmm. so you know serendipity let's call it like that
0: (laughs) Okay, great. And one question specifically to directing, because I, when, when I was working in the film industry, I remember there was so much creativity, but as well, there was a budget. So when you think creatively, you know, about a scene, about a setup and about how oh much cast you want to have, at what point do you do a reality check? Uh, and then how, how do you think budget with your creativity? How do you make these
1: two fit? Well, I think that the most creative part of my job is to make the budget fit the, the the desires of the client or my desires. So it is very hard to coming back to the ground sometimes. <laughs> but uh, well, yeah, the creativity cannot live without the budget. So the most difficult part is to make things, make great things with the budget and uh I think that this is the most difficult part of my job because sometimes I want to do something very cool something very uh, bold but I end up doing something you know more practical and uh, in a budget on a budget still I think the most rewarding part of the of the day in that case is to obtain something cool with the means you have without asking for big grips or a lot of people to help you
0: and looking at the things that you enjoy most because of course there's there's the hard part being the budget and and, you know matching creativity with uh, the the reality but what do you enjoy most
1: in your job i enjoy pushing my creativity to the limit to tell something which can be a story an emotion or make someone feeling something and uh, that is the most important thing to me. I I really like telling stories by by images. So um, now I wake up every day thinking, okay, I'm going to do something I love. And of course, there are days I'm doing something I don't like, but I still love those things. So this is what I love the most.
0: That's awesome. I don't know if you had a an anecdote you wanted to share with us or... Mm-hmm. Maybe a fun anecdote about uh, about your job and, and then we can come to conclusions.
1: When we were shooting a short movie once in Trentino in Italy, we had a drone scene. We had a drone shot to be done and uh, the time schedule was was so narrow that we had very, very short time to do that scene. So we did it. Then we started packing everything to move away. As soon as we decided, okay, now we go away, we heard the drone being still up in the air and (laughs) luckily (laughs) we make it it going back down and uh, luckily it was still there (laughs) and we didn't forget it in the air.
0: You are going to pack without the drone. (laughs) That would be a first. (laughs) Well, that's been very, um, very inspiring. Thank you very much. Because it's it's not easy to follow your dream and... um, it's It's not always a happy ending, but I think that the happy endings are what we want to make of our of our ending. So it's uh, and you still have lots of years in front of you, and I wish you all the best uh, with your career. and I let's say um, rendezvous in five years from now so that uh, we can see uh, about all these uh, check marks if it's been uh, the case. okay. And thanks a lot for being part of the Job Tales podcast.
1: Thank you, Laura. Thank you for having me here, and uh, let's have a follow-up in five years.
0: Following your dream requires taking important decisions in life. Get out of your comfort zone and accept that you may fail. The rewards are great, though, and you might succeed, like Alessandro. And you, what is that you like most? Share your passion with us at JobTales.